very a very good morning and a very special Mother's Day to everybody who was uh, celebrating that today. I trust you've all been woken up with cups of tea and various things like that. Uh, I know Mrs. Evans did, um, so uh, that's great. Um, sadly, I'm here on behalf of David Thurston, who is still with his mother. There are a few messages around which are going on the prayer chain, and I'm sure he'll feature later on in the service for the prayers. So if we continue to hold David and his family in prayers at this very delicate time. Um, I um, Before I go into the rules about uh, those familiar rules that we all know so well, I'd just like to flag up Maggie, Maggie's continued work on the news link. Uh, I encourage everybody to read every line of it. Uh, I'd just like to call out three things, two things. Uh, first of all, the um, Easter hunt. Uh, keep that one in your diary. Uh, that's very much a community event. Um, the second one, of course, is that the church is AGM. They write the first item on the list. The AGM will take place on Thursday, the 18th of March at 7.30, uh, which is, which is, as Pam said, that's this week. So every, all the members are welcome to that one. And uh, AGM stands for excitement. Uh, so, <laughs> so having just heard the, uh, the, the sentence, all day, synod and good, in the same sentence, then uh, it's really something to look forward to. Uh, we're blessed today by having Jenny, the Reverend Jenny Travis, who's leading our worship. Uh, and the theme, would you believe, is mothering. Okay. So um, without further ado, I'd like to uh, hand over to Jenny. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Our call to worship this morning. Come worship the God who said, as a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. Let us pray. Gather us now before you, O God, as a hen gathers her brood to protect them. Like a mother, you gather your people to you. You are gentle with us as a mother with her children. As we meet today and follow your example, protect us, support us and feed us with your unconditional love. Homemaker, your creation is habitat and sustenance to all that lives. How costly for you our freedom must be. How painful the separation from the parent who has numbered the hairs on our head and written our names on her heart. Mothering Jesus, you shed your blood to give us life. Of your own flesh you fed us, saying, this is my body, broken for you. You taught us with authority and endless patience, how to live and how to love. You beheld your lost and wandering children and longed to gather us in as a hen sheltering her brood beneath her wings. Mothering Spirit, you dance and weave in the spaces between us. We hear you in the echoes of the stories our mothers told us and in the songs their voices sang. You pull the threads that connect us one to another and to those who have gone ahead of us. Yours is the deep wisdom beyond words, the love that calls us home. Mother, Father, God, creator and carer, we thank you for nurturing and protecting us like a mother 
on this Sunday, especially we thank you for mothers. For all people, women and men, who nurture and care for others. We thank you for those who have mothered us in the best sense of the word. Those who have seen the best in us, seen us with their heart. We pray too for those who have been challenged as mothers and by mothers. Hold them closely in your love. Show us all how to see, not only with our eyes, but with our hearts. Loving God, give us the will to care for your children and young people. Help us to show your mothering love. Give us the compassion to help those who are lonely. Help us to show your mothering love. Give us the generosity to share what we have. Help us to show your mothering love. Give us the kindness to support those who struggle. Help us to show your mothering love. Give us the energy to work to bring change. Help us to show your mothering love. Give us a heart, Lord, that loves and gives without conditions. Amen. Malcolm and Laurie are going to lead us now in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And we're going to sing now our first song of the morning, Beautiful One.
You captured my heart with this love. 'Cause nothing on earth is as beautiful as you. You open my eyes to your wonders anew. You captured my heart with this love. 'Cause nothing on earth is as Tim, I think it's back to me for birthdays, and I've got the banjo, so um, I have to remember how to use it. So, uh, does anybody have a birthday this week? If so, frantically wave your arms. Oh, well, that's a shame. Oh, there's a missed opportunity. That's this week. Uh, so, um, put that to one side. So, now I'd like to hand over to um, me. <laughs> uh, or David, I should say, who's doing the first reading, which is Luke 13, verses 31 to 35. Luke 13, 31 to 35. Jesus' sorrow for Jerusalem. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. He replied, go and tell that fox, I will keep on driving out demons and healing people today and tomorrow. And on the third day, I will reach my goal. In any case, I must press on today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets and stoned those sent to you. How often have I longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were not willing. Look, your house is left to your to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen. And the second reading is Psalm 57. Have mercy on me, my God, have mercy on me. For in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I cry out to God most high, to God who vindicates me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebukes those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth his love and his faithfulness. 
I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart, O God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake, my soul, awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. May God's blessing be added to this, his word. Amen. Thank you to both Dave and Kate for those fantastic readings. One of the things which has struck me most during my time here as minister is the repeated comment Thomas Risley is my home. Home suggests family. Many folk will say, my home is wherever my family is. But tied up in that is the physical space that family lives in, the many memories made in that space, and the emotions it evokes when we enter there. Home is a place which suggests safety and care, shelter and warmth. Our church family and our church building evokes all of those things for many here. Mothering Sunday stems from the ties between folk and their church families and homes. At first it was a time to return to your mother church, the church you were baptised in. Mothering Sunday came in the middle of Lent and fasts were relaxed as folks celebrated being a family together. Later, children who lived away from home, working in service, would walk back to worship at their mother church, picking wildflowers on their way to place in the church building or give to their mothers. Other traditions include clipping the church. This practice often happened on Mothering Sunday and involved the church congregation or local children holding hands in an outward facing ring around the church. Once the church was, circle was completed, onlookers would often cheer and sometimes hymns were sung. Often there was dancing. Following the ceremony, a sermon was delivered inside the church and there were sometimes refreshments. Christians adopted this tradition to show their love for their church and the surrounding people. So what, Jenny, I hear you ask. It's a very interesting history lesson, but, well, here's a bit more history for you. It was Mothering Sunday last year when most of our church buildings were closed. Not quite 12 months. Mothering Sunday has a nasty habit of moving around on our calendars, but a milestone nonetheless. Today, we are unable to return to the churches that baptised us. We cannot go home to our mother church and take flowers. We cannot physically surround our building. We may celebrate as a family, 
we may give thanks for our mother church and we may echo the sentiment of love for our church and its surrounding people. But we cannot do it in the same way our ancestors did, nor even the way we did a short time ago. Our communities can't do Mothering Sunday the same way they did either. Normally the shops would have special displays for the day, encouraging us to buy presents and cards for our own mothers. Restaurants, cafes, hotels would have special Mother's Day menus and deals for the day. We see very little of that this year. Families are feeling the loss of meeting together, celebrating their mothers and making memories for the future. The usual links we make between the community celebration of mums and mothering and our mother and the motherly love of God and God's people can seem a bit out of step too, because we know that Mothering Sunday is also a difficult time for many. It reminds people of mums that they have lost, babies or children they've lost, babies they can't conceive, difficult relationships with mothers, of mums who are unwell. And this year, those emotions are felt even more intensely in the midst of the pandemic, as on top of all the joys and heartaches of Mothering Sunday, we also have a new layer of things to consider. School children spending vastly more time with their mothers and the relationships changing perhaps closer with more gratitude or perhaps more strained. Adults spending vastly less time with their own mothers and experiencing the pain of that separation. A vast number of folk have suffered the ultimate loss of a parent this year, with many experienced unprocessed grief due to restrictions. And there may be some harbouring regrets about the way they said goodbye or couldn't say goodbye. In the face of all this, do symbolic actions of giving out flowers and celebrating mothers and mother love with the time-honoured traditions really seem wise or sensitive? Are we, to borrow a phrase, trying to force new wine into old wineskins? One of the best things about church, and by church I hear I mean the universal church, is its sticking power, its ability to be a constant in people's lives in society's life. It holds eternal truths which bring life to those who search. Symbols and traditions can serve many purposes. They connect us to the past, often bringing wisdom and comfort with them. But also, when properly curated, they can develop new meaning for each new circumstance when we explore them properly. They can enable folk to find space, to reflect, to worship and to find a voice in situations that cannot be covered by mere words alone. So with that in mind, I'm going to suggest that we use some of our traditions and symbols to think again about Mothering Sunday and consider what our faith tells us for today. Firstly, returning to the building. Returning home to mum is great. So let us give thanks to all who are enabling that to happen. The maintenance teams, those involved in cleaning the building, the checks and repairs done, those looking at health and safety and risk assessments, ready for when the doors can be opened. Those paying the bills on our behalf to keep the lights on ready. Perhaps we can make space 
in our service to honour the folk who look after our church home in this essential way. I, for one, want to say thank you for looking after our family home. Celebrating in the middle of Lent. Let's take time to be thankful for all that God has given us, even in the middle of the wilderness. A time of questioning, a time of growth, a time of loss, a time which can be painful and difficult. Let's adopt the practice of saying yes, even now I will praise my God. Perhaps we can help each other to write our own psalms for Mothering Sunday each year, a time when a mix of emotions need acknowledgement and care. For now, let us meditate on the words Kate read to us from Psalm 57 and praise God for his constant love. Flowers. Rather than the expensive shop-bought flowers, let's remember the flowers the children picked on their way home. What flowers do we see on our journeys? Let's bring the gifts God gives us on our journey whilst away, back to our building when the time comes, to bring glory to God as part of our celebrations. I wonder what stories of God's mothering love could each of you bring to the church this year? I also imagine those bouquets of wildflowers look nothing like the carefully arranged bouquets the florist brings, probably containing what some of us would count as weeds, some wild grasses, perhaps even a bit of ivy or a twig or two. A reminder that mothering happens in less than typical ways and a chance to reflect on all the people in our lives and the situations we know of where love and care grow like weeds wildflowers. Perhaps this year more than any has taught us to do this, to look for mothering love in less than expected places, freeing others to love in that way and ourselves to celebrate the stories of our community. Perhaps our future Mothering Sundays could include ways of acknowledging mothering love out in the community. Clipping the church I rather delight in this ancient custom. Even back in the day, it seems the building was symbolic of church, a place around which we could gather, come together, connect, and at the same time, look out to the community around us. Mothering Sunday and Mother Love is all about looking outward past our own family, our own folk and church to others, to show God's mother love to them. A day when we can share Jesus's words from our New Testament reading of a mothering God, a mother who gives us life, cares for us, provides for us, shelters us, giving us peace. Whose constant love calls out to us whether we listen or not, whose wings are always open and in whom we can always trust. A mothering God who protects us, risking all, including death. Perhaps Mothering Sunday is a day when our service should be in part at least taking place outside with hymns and dancing before inviting folk to come inside with us to reflect together, to celebrate and mourn together, to eat and drink together and share in conversation. New wine in old skins doesn't work, but new wine in new wineskins learning from the old can work. At a time when the wider church is asking questions of a rebirth for the church. 
I wonder what we are learning about how to be the family of the church, showing God's mother love here in Locking Stumps. Amen. I'm going to pass over to Tim now for us to sing our next song, Your Love Never Fails. Thank you, Tim. Oh uh-huh. 
ask Angela now to lead us in our prayers for the community and wider world. Thank you, Angela. Today we celebrate the gift of human love and give thanks for the love of our mothers. Love comes from God. God showed his love by sending his son into our world. And we can return just some of that love by praying for our world or for the people who live in it. Let us now pray. We pray for the family of Sarah, the young girl cruelly taken from them by someone that we expect to protect us. We pray for her family and we also pray for the Metropolitan Police as they repair the bond of trust in London's police force. We pray for our health service and those still losing loved ones to COVID-19. Our nurses and doctors still need our continued prayer support until our vaccination programme is complete. We give thanks for the vaccine and I'm sure that many of our congregation have now received at least one dose of it and for the freedom and hope that it represents. We pray for the care homes who have opened up to a few visitors this week, allowing families to actually touch, to hold hands, those personal touches that mean so much. And we pray for the residents showing signs of, of improvement of happiness and joy for the first time for many months. We pray for our children and teachers that have returned back to school. Many are still nervous and anxious and worried about what the, the coming weeks is going to bring. But we're thankful that our children can finally return and start learning again in the classroom spending time with their friends and so many of them our children as, as well as adults repairing the the mental health problems this vaccine as this infection has caused closer to home we pray for our own loved ones those close to our hearts on this day of remembering love we pray for all our families and we lift God, to God their cares and their woes. We remember to give thanks for the joys and the hopes for the future. We pray for the mums that are new mums at this <clears throat> Mothering Sunday. And we pray for those that are expecting children over the next few months. Father, Holy, revered, mysterious is your name. May all my contacts and relationships, my struggles and temptations, my thoughts, dreams and desires be coloured by the loving reference I have for you. May your personality be reflected in my work, in the words of my lips, in the thoughts which lodge in my mind, so that I am and all I do may become ever more worthy of your holy presence living in me. Over this next week, 
God be in my head and in my understanding, be in my eyes and in my looking, be in my mouth and in my speaking, be in my tongue and in my tasting, be in my lips and in my greeting, in my ears and in my hearing, in my neck and in my humbling, God be in my hands and in my working, be at my end and at my reviving. Father, we thank you for your gift of love. Amen. Thank you, Angela. We're going to sing our final song now, Indescribable. So I'll hand you over to Tim. Thank you. of heights to the depths of the sea Creations revealing your majesty From the colors of fall to the fragrance of spring Every creature unique in the song that it sings All exclaim Indescribable, uncontainable You place the stars in the sky and you know them by name You are amazing, God All-powerful, untamable All-struck we fall to our knees as we humbly Tim, 
it's the time we have the grace. But before we go, I'd just like to thank everybody that's taken part in today's service, especially for Jenny. Thank you for that. Um, one little other call out for all, all the people involved in the flowers that we were able to get to the mums from the church. A lot of organisation. Thank you to everybody that took part in that one. Um, so that, that's wonderful. So um, if I could ask you all to unmute and uh, everybody goes click. <laughs> Okay, and, and let's let's just say the grace together. As we say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Amen.